Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, everybody, and welcome to a special Christmas version of this, the record-breaking Alphabet Soup radio show slash podcast. Record-breaking in the fact that it is, um, I don't know, I was going to make one up then, but I've completely forgotten. Uh, if any of you are new listeners, or any of you old listeners fancy a re-listen, episodes one and three are now available on Spotify um, for your perusal. If you just search Alphabet Soup, or I think it might be the Alphabet Soup radio show, or just my name, it'll come up. You can download it, listen when you want. I'm going to record this one as well, I think. Oh, have I pressed record? I have pressed record. Um, so yeah, there's a few episodes up there if you fancy a re-listen. Uh, episode two is not available though. We don't talk about episode two. Um, anyway, here I am again. Uh, this time spreading good world to all men on earth and all women too as well. Uh, the premise of the show, obviously, for those of you uh, who haven't been here before, is every week we pick a, a letter that all the songs uh, in the show start with. Last week we had S for Sophie, did we? Yes. Uh, very A very good show, in my opinion, just, just for the songs, really. S is a... A uh, great letter for, for music by the sound of things. Um, some cracking tunes in there. We'll get on to this week's letter. This week's letter, not this week's wetter. Um, after the next song, Wham! It's Wham!
So if you couldn't tell already, it's Christmas. So we're doing a Christmas special. Uh, technically, is this breaking the rules of the show? Yes and no. Um, last week, George selected X. No, not last week. Last show, actually, two weeks ago. Uh, he selected X as his letter, obviously. Um, he submitted a phenomenal cup of tea. By the way, if you missed that one, uh, you know, I might try and find the photo and put it on my Instagram or something. If someone wants to see it, please let me know because it was a very good cup of tea. Um, speaking of tea, actually, I've had some some rather excellent cuppers lately. Um, went to my girlfriend's house, family house, uh, the last few days, and her mum made a cracking cup of tea. And before I came over here, I didn't actually know Ireland was associated with tea at all. It was a very English thing. Um, but yeah, they actually, the Irish have a very... Very good grasp of uh, a good cup of tea. It was a good strength, sort of keep the pot brewing for a while. Lovely stuff. Um, anyway, where was I? Uh, X, yes. So George selected X for the show. Uh, I had actually half a playlist of X songs, quite good ones. I had Xanadu, two versions of that. The ELO version is really good of that, actually, so I'd give that a listen. Xanadu, X-A-N-A-D-U. Does that sound right? Something like that, isn't it? Um, or the... What's her name out of Greece? She's uh, She did a version as well. Olivia Newton-John. Uh, X Don't Give It To You. That was in there. There's a few. There was some, some quite good ones. But anyway, uh, deadlines hit last week. And I thought, why not do... This is the only chance I'm going to be able to do this. So why not do an Xmas special? So instead of the songs being with X, it's just Christmas. Uh, I think that's barely breaking the rules. Um, again, I made the rules, which is, uh, you know, so do you really care? Probably not. This may be an extended episode, by the way, as... Uh, Christmas songs are sort of unbeatable, aren't they? Really, um, I'm gonna the songs are gonna come thick and fast this week, I think, just because I've got quite a few to play because I couldn't really decide which ones are the best. I'm gonna have one uh, here from a quarter of the Beatles with "Wonderful Christmas Time." <laughs> Spirits up, we're here tonight, and that's enough. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. The party's on, the feeling's here. That only comes to time of year. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time Simply having a wonderful Christmas time The choir of children sing their song To lift a glass 
Guess a lot of stick that song. Um, not sure why. I actually can see why. Um, but I actually really like it. You know, bit of bit of Paul McCartney can't go amiss. He actually has the record for the most amount of involvement in Christmas number ones. I think he's got had eight either by himself with Wings, the Beatles. I think he was in Band Aid as well, was he? I think um, someone have to check that for me. I'm not sure. Christmas time is a word though, Paul. Um, Maybe someone should be getting a dictionary for Christmas. That's a hint for you, Linda. Oh, no. Linda might be the dead one. I can't remember. I think Linda's the, the one that died, actually, so maybe not Linda. Um, she was definitely in The Simpsons at some point, wasn't she? Her and Paul McCartney. I think, yes, it was. That was it, I remember. She was. Her and Paul McCartney were on The Simpsons. They agreed to be on, on one condition that Lisa became a vegetarian. And there's a scene, isn't there, where they're on the roof of a poo's shop um, it's like a Hindu garden or something but yeah definitely 100% and then Lisa turned vegetarian and she's still vegetarian to this day so um, there you go one for you uh, you, you know what I'm just going to go straight into another song here this one's uh, a bit of Elton John for you let's step into Christmas Nice. 
thanks for that one Elton cracking tune uh, remember that's from the start of the the start is it's at some point in that Gavin and Stacey Christmas special from last year anyone actually anyone got any thoughts on that um, obviously you can't talk to me you may message me or something but I actually have some thoughts on that I just thought about it now um, what did you think because I was it wasn't bad at all but I'm a big Gavin and Stacey fan love it Very, it feels very Christmassy watching that Christmas special um, around Christmas every year is always great fun the, the initial one, not the second one. Well, the second one was all right, but yeah, the first one was much better. But um, there was something off about it. I think it must have been the cameras, like the filming of it seemed, it was too well lit and the, the camera angles were all different and something just felt off about it. Whereas I always think the first, uh, the initial series are all quite natural and the way they're filmed is quite strange, but the camera angles stay static throughout sort of all the series. Whereas then this Christmas special came up and they had these angles you'd never seen before. But it was quite impressive to manage to get the the same houses back and stuff. I mean, it's a good place to live, I guess. Uh, you probably get a good bit of money off the BBC for living there. Anyway, um, I think it might be time for a Christmas countdown. I should have a theme music or something there, shouldn't I? But I haven't got anything. Um, no. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to do a, maybe one or two, three of these throughout the show. Um, first one, this was inspired, actually, because I went to the cinema yesterday uh, with a girlfriend to watch Home Alone was on in the cinema. Cracking film, by the way. Very good film. Um, so it inspired me to think, what's the these are the best Christmas films of all time? I've got, got my top five here. Um, I'm going to go in at number five with Home Alone 2. Very good. Got Donald Trump in it. Uh, I know my friend Harry's got all of his lines memorised in that film, which is something about, it's like, along the hallway to the left or something. Um, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, number five. Number four, I'm going to go The Nightmare Before Christmas by Tim Burton. Not strictly... Well, it's got Christmas in the title, so it must be Christmassy, but it feels quite Halloween-y. I feel like you're more likely to watch it around Halloween. Very good. Number three, I've gone with a bit of a rogue one. The Santa Claus I really liked. Um, is it Tim Allen? Is that the actor? Um, where he has... He, like, turns into Father Christmas, grows a beard and stuff, but can't shave it off. I remember that one being pretty good. Um, then number two, I've gone with Home Alone. I've gone with Home Alone at number two. Very good. 1990, that came out. Um, yeah, I watched it yesterday, and I, I probably only watched it twice before all the way through, but you just pick up new things every time, and uh, a real Christmas Christmas classic. And I'm going to play you a song now before I really re- uh, reveal number one. Maybe have a guess as what you think it might be. Anyway, here's, uh, here's General Louis with his one-hit wonder, Stop the Cavalry. comes over here to say we're doing splendidly But it's very cold out here in the snow Marching to and from the enemy Oh, I say it's tough, I have had enough Can you stop the cavalry? Oh, <laughs> 
wish I was at home for Christmas. Bang, that's another bomb on another town while the Zara and Jim have to. If I get home, lift up, tell the tale, I'll run for all presidencies. If I get elected, I'll stop. Sorry, Jonah, if you're listening, for calling you a one-hit wonder. Um, but you'll always find me in the kitchen in parties. is terrible. Um, so, any any guesses for the number one film? It's actually... I've gone with Elf, number one. Phenomenal film. Bit of Will Ferrell. Um, yeah, that was one we always... I think, Christmas film-wise, you always prefer the ones you watched as a child. Because um, there are a lot of people... A lot of, uh, some... They know, the, they know who I am. They know who they are, sorry. They, know, they definitely know who I am. Uh, they know who they are. Like The Grinch, for example. I watched The Grinch for the first time last year and I liked it, but I never watched it as a child. So I don't really have that sort of association with Christmas and it in the same way. It was Elf. We we watch every year. I think I watched Elf in August this year, by the way. But that's a phenomenal film. Um, just a great, great tale of Buddy the Elf. Some, some great lines in that. Um, anyway, I think it might be time for a Christmas quiz. Um, it's one of my favorite things about christmas is is the traditional quiz everyone does normally around christmas uh, all the families there uh, they'll always complain about the questions being too hard or too easy or too tailored towards one person but i you know i just thought i'd do a little five question quiz nice not too difficult uh just for you to ponder over you know keep your own score i won't be keeping count um no cheating though please i think that'd be quite rude of you uh so we're going to go with question number one uh, what is the most recorded Christmas song? So the one that's had the most covers. Uh, this is since 1978 when the records started for this. Um, it's a surprising one. So I'll give you a hint. There's been 733 versions of it since 1978. So that's quite a lot. Uh, question two. Uh, in which city do the McAllisters live in the 1990 film Home Alone? There you go. Bit of Home Alone for you. Uh, I didn't know this, but obviously I watched the film yesterday, so come up with a question when I was watching it. They they go to Paris, and obviously in the second one they're in New York, but which city do they live in? That lovely house. Would you actually rent on um, Airbnb, I think, at the minute, for not very much money, but I presume it it's either must be a ballot or something, because it's, like, it's something like 20, 20 quid a night or something, but it's a phenomenal house, isn't it? Um, question three. Which popular Christmas decoration was banned in America for containing poisonous lead? 
Not a great idea for a Christmas decoration. Um, originally, this was actually made out of silver, but now it's made out of plastic, so you're all right. No poison in it now. Um, question four. On the 16th of December, 1965, a song was played in space for the first time. The first song ever played in space, not just this specific song. What song was it? Obviously, this is a Christmas quiz, so maybe have a think about that. What Christmas song could that be? 1965. And then question number five. Uh, which band has had the most UK Christmas number ones? I don't know when that actually started. Um, but yeah, which band's had the most Christmas UK number UK Christmas number ones? Um, they've had four, by the way. So have a guess at that. I'll give you the... Uh, Give you a few minutes to ponder over that. Shall I? Shall I play a song? Uh, you can think of the answers. Good idea. We'll play you. Or we'll play you a proper Christmas cracker now. Here's a bit of Bob Geldof and Band Aid.
bit of Band-Aid there for you. That's one of my favourite Christmas songs. I think probably, mm, it's top three. It's knocking on the door of top two, but I've, there's more to come and you just know what's coming up at some point. So, um, But yeah, so time to give you the answers to that little quiz I gave to you. First question was, uh, what is the most recorded Christmas song um, with 733 versions being released since 1978? The answer is Silent Night. Silent Night. I guess that's probably because you have, you know, popular artists doing it. You'll have some traditional versions, stuff like that. And it, they're probably the German version. They love that, don't they? You just sing that in church all the time. Um, in which city do the McAllisters live? In the 1990 film Home Alone. Uh, the answer is Chicago. Uh, I noticed that because they just, all the police officers had the Chicago flag on their um, uniform. Quite liked the uniforms of the police in that film, actually. They wear like leather jackets, look very nice. Uh, question three, which popular Christmas decoration was banned in America for containing poisonous lead? Um, used to, originally it was made out of silver, now made out of plastic. The answer is tinsel. You wouldn't want to be sucking on some tinsel, would you? Uh, on the 16th of December, 1965, the first song played in space was Jingle Bells. I think that's... I did know that one before. That's the only one of these I'd have known before yesterday, at least. Um, and finally, which band has had the most UK Christmas number ones? The answer is the Beatles. Uh, they've had four Christmas number ones. Those four songs were I Want to Hold Your Hand, that was 1963. I Feel Fine, 1964. Day Tripper slash We Can Work It Out, 1965. And Hello Goodbye, 1967. So that's four in total. Uh, obviously part of Paul McCartney's eight... Um, very impressive but YouTuber Lad Baby can equal that record this year he's had three consecutive Christmas number ones and they're all about sausage rolls or something I'm not really sure I know there was definitely one about sausage rolls I don't know past that but he just loves a sausage roll that bloke he's northern isn't he um, this year he's he's going for a fourth in a row not been done before uh, he's teaming up with Ed Sheeran and Elton John with I think it might be a re-recording of Sausage Rolls for Everyone it's what the song is called. No idea. I presume it's just about sausage rolls. Uh, but it's for charity. So, you know, give that a download or a listen. I'm not really sure how they actually track the Christmas number ones these days. I presume it was back in the day. It was, you know, by who bought the record or the CD. And then it was downloads. First, actually the first Christmas number one to be decided by, like, downloads was Rage Against the Machine. When it beat the whoever was on the X Factor last, last, that year. Because that used to get every year, didn't it? The X Factor used to be Christmas number one. And then... Rage Against the Machine did it, and there's been a few they've tried to do it with, but Rage Against the Machine were the only one that actually did it. Um, and they, what did they do? They won a vote for the best Christmas number one of all time. Obviously, people love just sabotaging. It's like Arsenal fans always used to sabotage the um, goal of the year vote the, um, for match of the day. And when, uh, who was it? Charlie Adam <clears throat> scored from the halfway line, behind the halfway line against Chelsea in 20. 14, maybe 2015, lovely goal. Um, and then some crap Arsenal goal one goal of the season. I was very annoyed, so I just sort of ignored whoever won goal of the season from that point on. Um, I'm going to play for you. What am I going to do now? Hmm. Should I play you a song? Yes. I'm going to play you one of my favourite songs. I thought it was an Elvis song when I first heard it, but it's actually a bit of mud and lonely this Christmas. <laughs> Try 
That's where I'll be since you left me. My tears could melt the snow. What can I do without you? I've got no place, no place to go. It'll be lonely this Christmas without you. we go that was um a bit of mud there and lonely this christmas i'm gonna read you a poem now a christmas classic when we used to read surprisingly the night before christmas this is called a visit from st nicholas it might be a while but you know what i think it's quite therapeutic to listen to a poem every now and again here we go it was the night before christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring not even a mouse the stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled, all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mamma in in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, 
tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes did appear, but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer, with a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment he must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles his courses they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop the corners they flew, with a sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas too. And then, in a twinkling, I heard on the roof, the prancing and pouring of each little hoof. As I drew in my head, and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur, from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes how they twinkled, his dimples how merry, his cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him, in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings then turned with a jerk and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew, like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, here he drove out of sight, happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. That's a lovely poem. I've actually, I got goosebumps reading that, just because it reminds me of uh, Christmas uh, when we were young. Oh, right. Here is uh, a new segment on the show. Sort of started it last week, but, Christ, sorry. Got a tear in my eye. Um, it's a... Uh, I've decided to call it Father Knows Best after a 1950s American sitcom of the same name, which I'm pretty sure nobody listening will have actually watched. I haven't watched, but I just Googled it and it sounded like a good name for it. Basically, every week, um, I'd like my dad to send me a recommendation for the letter. Obviously, this week's Christmas, so he's picked a Christmas song. Um, last week, he chose She by Green Day, which was really good. Um, I wasn't going to put it in the show originally, and then I went home uh, and listened to it a bit more. And he was, you know, it's, it was a very good choice from him. Um, so this week he's picked uh, a really interesting Christmas song. It must be Santa by Bob Dylan. I don't know if you'll know it, but I'll play it for you anyway, obviously. Um, it's very upbeat. I know he loves it. So um, here it is. The inaugural, technically, Father Knows Best. It's uh, Take It Away, Bob, with Must Be Santa. <laughs> Santa Claus Who wears boots and a suit of red Santa wears boots and a suit of red Who wears a long hair ball 
on his head. Santa wears a long cap on his head. Cap on his head, suit that's red. Special night, beard that's white. Must be Santa, must be Santa, must be Santa, Santa Claus. Who's got a big red cherry nose? Santa's got a big red cherry nose. Who laughs this way, ho ho ho? Santa laughs this way, ho ho ho. Ho ho ho, cherry nose, cap on head, suit that's red. Special night, beard that's white. one there from Bob Dylan um, yeah I can't say it's one I'd actually heard before last year I think that's when dad first heard it but he um, I remember he just like singing it uh, yeah it's a good one to join in with if you know the words uh, I thought of another I mean, I'm going to do another tier, another another ranking list for you here um, I think I'm going to do yes top five Christmas cracker gifts you know the little bit of tat you get in a Christmas cracker they're always the same every year I'm going to count down my top five Coming in at number five, a, a classic. We've got the spinning top. Uh, very good. A bit like, you can if you get two of them, you can do them like Beyblades and sort of fight them against each other. But I always have a good spinning top. Very good at Christmas. Um, number four is that number adding up magic trick thingy. Where you get like, I don't, you'll know what I'm talking about, I think. You get like little slips of paper that have numbers on. And they add up, you pick a number and you can add them up to the right number, the, whatever the person's thinking. I'll have to, you know, you'll have to try it for yourself at Christmas. You'll definitely get one. Number three are those... Um, mini decks of cards you get um, mainly because they're just handy aren't they having a little pocket sized deck of cards just in case you need to settle a dispute by playing a bit of poker or something uh, number two I've actually changed this here number two I've gone with that jumping frog you know like a bit of plastic and it's got a little flap like a lever on the back and you push down and it leaps up in the air um, I do like that you sort of leap it into someone's glass when you were a child at Christmas I think we did at Christmas was when we were children was get under the dining room table for some reason when everyone was sat there just play under the table after after you'd eaten obviously not when you're eating uh, number one number one is drum roll please the fortune telling fish and you know what I'm talking about because all crackers have these in that little red fish and you put it on your hand and it and it curls up in a certain way and it'll say 
whether you how you're feeling or something always loved that used to go around put it on every person's hand around the table not sure it actually tells your fortune for you but it's good fun um i'm going to yes yeah well uh, let me know what your favorite christmas cracker gift is actually and if you get any new ones this year because i feel like we're probably due a uh, you know some new cracker gifts i mean those little metal that's a, actually a, a special mention to those little metal puzzles that you have to undo um and then you end up just forcing them apart because it's too difficult they're pretty good as well anyway i'm going to play for you uh one i added to the show actually quite late on but i really like this song it's i believe in father christmas now i think it's by emerson lake and palmer but on this system it says it's by greg lake and on my notes i've got it by who have i got it by i've got it by keith emerson so you know it'll be one of the two anyway here he is with i believe in father christmas
well, that was a rather grand version of that, wasn't it? That was not the version I thought it was going to be, but it was very nice. Uh, now, as you regularly listeners will know, it's time for... It's the competition time. Um, so every week we have a competition. You listeners can uh, send in your answers to my question and whoever's I like the most uh, gets to pick the letter for the next show. Obviously, this will the next show will be after Christmas at some point, probably uh, not the week of the... Not the first week of January, maybe the second. Uh, but I'll let you know anyway. Uh, this week, I, I, I'd had one plan, but I think I've changed my mind. I was going to go with your favourite Christmas cracker joke, but I've changed my mind. I'm going to go with your favourite part of a Christmas dinner. Just let me know what your favourite part of a Christmas dinner is. Um, and, you know, if anyone puts the same thing and it's the right answer, or what I perceive to be the right answer, then um, I'll pick between the two of you. But yes, so send me what your favourite um, item on a Christmas dinner is. You know, I'll... The, the, I'm definitely going to judge, by the way, so don't um, put anything crap. Uh, and also, I just feel like this show is definitely going to go over because I've got three I've got three songs to play and they're three of the best. So I'm going to play one now quickly while you're thinking of your favourite... Um, your favourite Christmas dinner item. Here we go. It's This is an absolute beauty. It's Chris Rear.
almost played you the next song there straight away um i've had some cracking responses here really make my mouth water um i'm about to have uh, what has become a tris- christmas edition here uh and having a dominoes on the last day i see zara before christmas um but yeah so i've had a, some cracking answers here um i want to go with number one first one i got in was from niall he went with homemade stuffing very good christmas stuffing at christmas is unlike stuffing any other time of the year it's Oh, I had I did ask him who made it, but he's not said. So he, he said homemade stuffing, which is yeah, was the, is the correct answer. Um, I think packet stuffing is just not quite the same. Uh, Sandy went with sprouts. Uh, Galahad sprouts. With Galahad, if you don't know, is uh, Aldi. Is it Aldi? Yes, it's Aldi's um, own brand lager. Uh, so sprouts soaked in Galahad. Ben went with time spent with the fellas, which I like, but it's not edible. Um, but it was uh, it's a obviously the correct answer um emily she went with the uh, any form of chocolate dessert fantastic if you like christmas pudding you're a bit of a wrong um yeah like a chocolate roulade or something oh unreal dad went with bread sauce which i really like um as a shout bread sauce i'm not sure if it's to everyone's particular taste but bread sauce is always always elite mum went with parsnips fair enough not for me i mean they're vegetables i mean whose favorite food at christmas is vegetables you know, there's much better stuff on the plate. No one said pigs in blankets, by the way, which I'm surprised about. Um, Connor went with bacon and mashed swede, which I've never heard of. I'm not sure if they're two separate things, whether he has bacon and their mashed swede on the side, or if he cooks the bacon and mashes it in with the swede, because that sounds interesting. I obviously can't pass judgment on that because I've never had it, but it does sound good. George said Christmas pudding, which is, oh, um, it's not for me. Anyway, but, you know, each of their own. Uh, it is a tradition. Actually, originally, did you know that Christmas pudding was a soup uh, and eventually it just turned into a pudding? Oh, and Zara went with, she's just sent me now, potatoes. Um, I'm not sure what type of potatoes are traditional at Christmas, actually, because of, is it roast potatoes, isn't it? It must be roast potatoes. with the Yes, with the with the goose fat or the turkey, whatever. Um, good choice. Potatoes are very good. I quite like a bit of mash, but I'm not sure if that's really a Christmas thing or not. Um, right, I've got to make a decision now, haven't I? Let me think. Hmm. Um, I'm. I think I'm going with my dad and bread sauce because that bread sauce is elite, and you. I don't really have it any time but Christmas, and it's it's different gravy. So, Dad, you get to pick the letter for the first show in January. He gets to pick the letter, and he gets to pick a song. So, you know, win-win for him. Anyway, here is the greatest Christmas song of all time. You know what it is. I've got a 
slightly cut off the end of that one there you definitely heard the start of the next song by the way um cut off the end of that one sorry uh because it was going to play the next song uh yeah definitely gone over time here but you know it's christmas so you're always room for a little extra uh yeah kirsty mccall there had a bit of a grisly end but i mean at least she has a legacy there with that fantastic song along with the pogues obviously bit of a pogues fan obviously they've been on a few times actually now haven't they on the on the show very good um well guys that's all from me uh, thank you all for listening this year. Uh, we've had what we've had. Four, this is the fourth show. Uh, I'd just like to say thank you for listening. For anyone that's tuned in, uh, whether that be for 30 seconds or every hour of every episode, I really do appreciate it. Um, I'll return in January. Probably, yeah, I'm not sure what the date yet, but I'll let you know. It, it'll probably be the second week of January. Um, 
And the letter that's chosen by my dad is M, which I think has got a lot of potential in it. So I'm excited for that one. Um, I'm going to play you out with just a feel-good Christmas song, bit of Slade. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody.